Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Irene Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And we know that one of the best ways to do that is by broadening our life experiences through travel. And that's why I am especially excited to interview our guest today, Leah Lane. Leah is the author of eight books and is a regular contributor about travel for Forbes.com, but she's joining us today to share all about her latest beautifully written and illustrated new travel memoir. It's called Places I Remember, Tales, Truths, Delights from 100 Countries. I can't wait to start doing some armchair traveling and find out more, so let's get going. Welcome, Leah. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Well, first off, the book, Places I Remember, I know it's a mixture of acts as a travel guide, it's an illustrated album, and it's a personal journey. So I'd like to begin by you giving us a little bit of an overview of the book itself and what led you to write it. Well, you know, a a couple of years ago, uh, with the country's politics getting so dark, I decided to reflect on my travels. I've been to over 100 countries in over 50 years, and um, it was a way to immerse myself in in wonderful, vivid memories and a great way to escape, so I really got into it, and I just felt this would be a wonderful reflection looking back, and since I'm still traveling, I hope also inspiring me to keep going. Um, So it's really a compendium of of, of 50 years of travel, over 100 countries. I, I, I sort of narrowed it down. Excuse me, I narrowed it down to 100, if you can believe that. Oh, jeez. So, there's 100 there. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah. well you, I mean, you really are a professional traveler then if you have to narrow down <laughs> to 100 countries. And so, Leah, this is a question, too. Did you, are you a journaler? Do you jot down notes? Or was this sometime you just, you would sit back and think about, oh, when I was at Country X, uh, this happened? Or how did, how did that work out? Right. <laughs> I have some notes, but some of them are so old, you know, they're practically crumbling. I just, the, re, the way I went through it is I wrote down the countries and I took months to just keep thinking backwards, almost like a, like a, you know, when you're doing a photograph in an old uh, dark room where it sort of comes close, slowly toward you. And I just kept thinking of everything I could, jotted it down. It was amazing how much you remember when you travel. It's a, you're, you're, you're feeling more, um, focused I guess so you so you think of everything and it came back and I I have also written about many of these places so I was able to to go back to those things that I've written publicly you know in publications so that helped too Well, it sounds like you pulled it all together. <laughs> and I have to say, too, I've been reading the reviews, your Amazon reviews, and uh, it, people have really been enjoying this book. And, and some of your adventures, we'll just say, are a little extraordinary. <laughs> but <laughs> they sound like so much fun. I mean, this is so it's not only an interesting read and an educational read, but it's a fun read, too. So uh, congratulations on the book. Uh, your subtitle is Tales, Truths, delights and why are those words uh, so meaningful to you when describing your travels well you know it took me a long time to pick those words there were so many words you could use about travel but I think that those three words sum up the book there are lots of tales lots of stories vignettes that are as you said some are fun to read some of them are, are rather poignant 
uh, or even dark. But I think the, the tales themselves are stories, so everyone loves to read them. The truths, well, they're very interesting experiences, and I've, I've included really personal stuff. I had to warn my family a bit. So, you know, I think it's a very honest book, and there's a lot of memoir in it. And that's what the truths are, 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 are for in the, in the title. Delights, well, I hope the read is delightful. That, that ho- hopefully is what it is. So tales to delight. Well, I, I mean, those three words, yeah, they are very evocative, and it sounds like I mean, they really represent uh, what you're trying to get across and share with your readers. Uh, but your book is a little different than a lot of travel books. I mean, it's not like go here, go to this place, do this. How would you describe the book as being, uh, say, unique in the, in the world of travel books? Well, you know, as I mentioned, it's a memoir, but it, there's much interesting stuff in it. It is definitely, definitely not a guidebook, and I have written many guidebooks, so I want to tell, you know, readers and viewers and, and listeners that it is not uh, something where you're going to find out, go to this hotel or that. It's just uh, a collection of essays. It's a collection of narratives. It's an illustrated album of my photos. I started taking photos only about maybe 10 years ago when the smartphone came into being because I didn't want to handle all the, all the you know, I thought of myself as a writer and, and all those lenses and all sort of, um, it made me nervous. So so now I've been taking photos for 10 years and, and they were illustrated in this album by an artist from The New Yorker and they're absolutely beautiful wow. and they reflect on the stories. So I think that's very special. It's very different from most travel books where you might get photos, but you're not going to get fine art. And it's, um, it's, it's, you know, it's just a beautiful book and hard to describe, but um, there are hard copy editions now in bookstores uh, as well as on Kindle and in paperback. And I, I did the hard copy because I think it is a beautiful book that could be on a table just for the illustrations, aside from the fun reading. Well, and two, something like that is a book to go back to and, you know, we we can, like I say, be an armchair traveler and enjoy these various countries through your eyes and your experiences or get inspired to go out there on our own. But it's wonderful to have an actual book. I like books, as you know, (laughs) real books and something like you said, like a coffee table book that uh, you can, you know, you can go back to again and again. It's really a lovely way to celebrate your travels and future travels of our own. Well, the format, I should say, is A to Z, so it makes it especially easy to go through. I think I start with Andorra, and I end with uh, Zimbabwe. But in between, you can easily find any country probably that you're interested in. So you can sort of pick and choose and go through it or start from the beginning and binge. It's a very tip, you know, topical book that way, so it's easy to follow. And I think it makes the countries easy to find. Well, and another thing is uh, your essays. Again, you you know you, you yourself just described them as being you know kind of a mixture of some poignant ones, some actually even dark experiences mm-hmm. you had, and then some more lighthearted, fun, interesting, <laughs> unique ones. But did you have any favorite essays as you were pulling them together, or, or you know, or you were writing? How did you come up with select which stories you wanted to share? Well, some are just moments, you know, found moments where maybe I was walking in Cyprus and there was a shard, an old ancient shard on the beach. I remember what I felt like when I was standing there and how I dropped it back and left it left it there and how later when I traveled to Egypt I found also some shards I was with someone else and they took the shard with them and I remember how I felt at that moment remembering how I was as a 21 year old when I would leave the shard 
on the ground, yeah. those sorts of things. Um, I remember searching for a lemur in Madagascar. I always wanted to see a lemur, so I went hunting for a lemur. And, and he remembered <laughs> when I looked at the lemur, it reminded me of my uncle. <laughs> he looked like my uncle <laughs> hanging in the tree with his arm, and, arm dangling. So, you know, there are moments that you just laugh because you, you don't expect it to be that way. I was in Bali, and I was at a, a cremation ceremony, and I was in the back very respectfully. And all of a sudden, fire ants climbed up my legs. And I started moving around because it was hurting me, and everybody thought I was doing some sort of dance, ceremonial <laughs> dance for the cremation. Wild American funeral dance. <laughs> right, Gosh. right. It was it was one of those moments that which were terrible then, but it makes a wonderful story afterwards. Which is what travel is like. The, the hardest things are sometimes the best stories. So yeah, absolutely. I, I met a lady in Cuba who cleans toilets, and she was one of the most interesting people I had ever met. She was wonderful to talk to. And, you know, so you meet people who, who, who are not necessarily celebrities, but who are meaningful and, and memorable. I also had a marriage catching... proposal in, in Malawi. <laughs> well. <laughs> I was dancing. And you didn't, yes, you didn't a, just. A dance. <laughs> I didn't oh, know gosh, it was a marriage well, proposal. I... It was a dance. <laughs> How fantastic. Anyway. Now, as far as, I mean, certain countries you visited, do any stand out more in your memory banks than others or any recommendations you might have for people listening to this? Well, I think anywhere you want to go, there's so many wonderful things. Every country I've been to has something about it. It's wonderful. So I think um, if you like warm weather, that would be something to consider. I, I think Antarctica, I've been to Antarctica and uh that was one of the most memorable places, but not everybody wants to go that far or be that cold. But I think anywhere you go, even if it's close by, you're going to find something uh, new or special if you kind of look for it and keep it in mind and keep positive about it. And I've had some wonderful times. I was telling you, I just went upstate in Florida recently just to a little town, and I found wonderful things to do. It, it doesn't have to be far away, although far away is, is very interesting always, the cultures. But um, I just find any time I can go anywhere, I'm so grateful to be able to do it and to keep doing it. So uh, I keep an, an attitude, I think, of positivity. Uh, and I've done a lot of solo travel, by the way, all through the years. And I find that's the, way, the best way to meet people. And um, I, I love that, too. Well, Leah, well, that is, again, that's another inspirational aspect of, of reading your book and talking with you is we don't have to, if we find ourselves solo at a certain age, which a lot of us do, it doesn't need to preclude us from getting to experience life in various countries. And, you know, you just have to get out there. Absolutely. And, you know, going solo doesn't mean necessarily alone. You can join groups now. There's so many nowadays where people on their own can get together with others, uh, lots and lots of them, especially for women. I've been on some of them. There's nothing more fun than that. And um, I just, you know, I, I, I hope people, you know, do that. They don't just uh, wait for someone to come with them. And sometimes you wait and it's too late. A country may not be able to be visited, at, you know, after a while. So uh, I think the idea is to is to keep going, to keep moving, to keep keep open minded, and um, and enjoy enjoy that aspect of life. 
Well, and speaking of that, uh, this uh, my audience is aimed uh, basically at boomers, uh, a lot of boomer women. So that's really sage advice. Uh, do you have anything to add that might be special for us uh, travelers of a certain age? I will say it like that. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful time to travel. You don't have to worry so much at a certain age about being accosted. I mean, you know, I think it's beautiful to be older, but luckily when you're older, you're not bothered so much. So sometimes, uh, you know, you're able to go and do things you might not have done earlier, you know, might, might've been more risky, but I think wisdom is great. When you're older, you you have a better sense of what to do and where to do it. And, and you may be a little bit more uh, sensible. And so you, you do the things that are meaningful and you don't take the risks that are silly I think when you're younger, that might be fun, but I think when you're older, uh, you have a wonderful uh, appreciation of life, uh, generally speaking. I feel as I've gotten older, I'm able to understand more what I see, and I just think the idea is keep going. Don't stop. If you're able to do it, do it, and I think the, the harder things, the earlier you do them, the better you know, I, I'm not going to be able to go to Rwanda and see the gorillas at this point. It's going to be a little hard for me for various reasons. But I can do, you know, safaris that are on lower land. And, you know, so later on in life, you can you can cruise, you can go to cities, you can keep doing it right up to the end and, and just sort of balance it out. Do the harder things first, and, and then you'll get to do other things later that are, you know, return to places that you love and, and, and find places that you can uh, enjoy later don't stop oh we i knew this was going to be inspiring <laughs> it sure is because <laughs> there i mean there all of us have stories of you know hopefully of, of doing some travel anyway but i've i lived in europe for a while and i have a couple of european friends and it'd be great to go back and get reconnected and like you say uh, kind of go in a maybe a little bit slightly different way but there's still a lot we can explore a tremendous amount unbelievable. I've gone back to places so many times and found new things every single time. And that's what I love. So yeah, the world is out there. Don't stop. Just keep going. Keep well, moving. Is- keep traveling. <laughs> Great advice, Leah. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to close pretty soon, but I want to make sure to ask you, uh, again, you've got a few renditions of the book. You've got a Kindle, a hard copy, and a paperback. Are you thinking about doing an audio book? As a matter of fact, this week it's going to be out. Yeah, I have an audio book out, which I did myself. I did the uh, narration myself, and I think I colored the words very well to make up for the fact that no illustrations in it, but it's an absolutely fun you know, when you're walking or driving or something, it's it's a way to get away from the from the mundane. So it's a, it's a good audio book. Well, and I Places personally I love audio books because <laughs> you can put them on while you're putting your makeup on, and then get back to them the next day. Or like you say, rather than the mundane things that you know require a little concentration, but you got to do them. How great to hear stories of your essays and your adventures. Yep, I think the the vignettes are perfect because they're short and you can really keep going and listen to lots or just listen to a few if you're just doing makeup or something. It's only 10 minutes or maybe more, but you don't have to take a lot of time. So, um, yeah, it's a perfect audio book, I think. Well, Leah, I have to say, um, first, before we have to leave, where can our listeners go online to find out more about your travels, uh, of course, and also get a copy, whether it be audio, whether it be paperback, whatever, (laughs) of Places I Remember? 
I think uh, Places I Remember is on Amazon, of course, and you can also order it at, at bookstores. And um, I'm at Forbes.com if you want to follow my travels all the way through. I do seven seven posts a month, so there's lots of travel there. And uh, that's it. I just uh, also uh, the Three Tomatoes, if anyone reads that website, I'm, I'm doing travel for them now as well. So you can find me all over the place. But I do hope I do hope you find places to remember as interesting as I didn't make your own places to remember. That's the key. Well, on that a very high and exciting note, we'll have to close. But I want to thank you, Leah. As I mentioned earlier, I knew I was going to get inspired, and you really did. I'm ready to start packing. I just got back from a holiday trip, but I'm ready to go again after talking with you. So thank That's you. Great. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Well, and I really, I know you listeners out there feel like I do. Uh, we've learned a lot. Uh, we're ready to check out Leah's book. And remember, it's called Places I Remember, Tales, Truths, Delights from 100 Countries. It's going to inspire you to get packing, start exploring new places, and, of course, like Leah just told us, begin creating our own special travel memories. But before you do that, don't forget to go out there and show the world just how feisty a woman over 50 can be. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.